What's going on, guys? Uh, we're back with another episode of Breaking on the Boys, the second one of this season. Uh, we're missing one of our counterparts this week. Uh, Sage is on the road. Uh, he's currently heading to one of his races, so uh, he's here in spirit. Don't worry. We got his picks for later in the show. Uh, but we're going to start off talking about the game last week, kicked off the NFL season on Thursday night. Uh, it was a tough loss. I'm not going to lie. Like We had every chance to win that game uh we lost to the bucks 31 29 and you know i think it's just one of those things we left tom brady too much time right at the end of the game minute 24 seconds that's that's pretty much an eternity yeah um that definitely sucks you never want to leave uh, a guy like brady you know who's a legend any time at all um you know but also too there were a lot of missed opportunities that we had um couple of times uh we missed out on points missed field goals missed uh missed extra points um you know that uh pass interference call at the end was questionable but you know there's uh there's all kinds of excuses you can make but the bottom line is you know when clock went zero we were down by a point yeah and nikki said it like did we can't leave points on the field greg zerline missed a big extra point at at the time, would have tied up the ball game, 14-14, uh, and then, you know, missed that easy, what was it, 31-yard field goal that, dude, I, I'm convinced, like, yes, I know you can say what you want about it, but I'm definitely convinced that either you, me, or Sage could have put the ball through the uprights from there. Dude, you gave me 10 chances. I mean, I could do it, you know. At least 6 out of 10. You know, I'm just saying. It's a solid chance we definitely would have had a chance yeah. and i mean like going into like this week like i don't know if the cowboy they did resign that kicker from the cfl you know to the practice squad so yeah. obviously they're doing a little bit of uh reevaluation at the kicking position because you know you can't leave points on the field no absolutely not um you know so we'll see what happens obviously he's got a good connection with fossil um so he's got a lot of confidence there um Hopefully it's just a lingering issue from the back. He, I mean, he's he's a talented dude. Like, I mean, you can't take that away from him. Um, but you know, so is Dan Bailey, and we moved on from him. So yeah, I mean, NFL's a business. You know, you're not doing your job, you're gonna get cut. It's as simple as that. I mean, we uh we mentioned earlier there were a lot of positives that came out of that game. Um, I know immediately after the game or the next morning we were texting about you know what looked good, what looked bad. Um, in terms of looking good, Dak looked. Like he didn't miss a beat coming off of his recovery. Uh, me and Sage were watching the game together, and uh, you know those first few balls he threw looked a little wobbly. Looked like you know, oh the shoulder is not holding up. But dude, he threw for 403 yards. He made some great throws, some questionable decisions. But even like that throw to CD over the middle that was picked, that ball was in CD's hands, and you know it was a hard ball to catch. But you know, put the ball in your hands, you got to catch it. And you expect a guy like CD to make that play. Exactly. And, you know, he, he maybe it was the first game jitters because CD did look a little shaky when we first started. You know, that first drive, uh, drop pass on the left side of the field would have kept the drive alive. But, you know, hopefully we don't see that later on. But, you know, we kind of got clicking. Amari had a great game, you know, 13 catches, 140 yards, two touchdowns. You know, just looked like that great route runner that we've, Love to see a week in and week out. Honestly, so. man, Amari doesn't get nearly enough respect. No, he doesn't. And he really, he's really a stud, dude. I mean, come on. And honestly, like, 
CD did pick it up later in the game. Like he had his catches. I think he went over 100 yards. He had like 103. Um, but even Gallup looked good. You know, it's just until he got hurt. hurt. Yeah, until he got hurt. That's we'll talk about that later. Um, but yeah, the offense was clicking, except for the running game, which I I think it was part of the game plan where they were trying to get the ball in the air to start uh, early. But you know, Zeke only had what nine carries in that game. It was well, you can. You can definitely tell that um, they had a plan to go in and throw the ball. I mean, Dak threw for what, like 60 attempts or something like that? Oh, you know? yeah. He was he was slinging the ball all day. I mean, so, but, you know, like you said, Zeke didn't exactly have a productive game. Um, but I'll tell you what, he looked real good in plus, uh, pass protection. But you don't pay a guy, you know, all $90 million or whatever it is for him to block. You know, he's got... He, He's got to be able to get some first downs and, you know, there, know that, that, that's really I got to say there were glimpses where, you know, Zeke picked up those extra yards where like Sage and I said to each other, wow, it kind of looks like a little thinner. He looks a little better. You know, he's fighting for those extra yards. He looked like rookie Zeke, which was promising, but obviously we know didn't hold up for the entire game. And, you know, with the Chargers defense, it's going to be a totally different set this week. You know, we're going to see what they give us up front because they were definitely stacking the box in Tampa Bay. And hopefully he's going to get his touches. He's going to find his rhythm and whatnot. It's as simple as that. Also, too, you know, I mean, Tampa has a ridiculously good um, interior defensive line. You know, Vita Vea is a absolute monster. And when Indonigan Sue is, you know, essentially your number two guy, I mean, that's pretty quality. They got two really good linebackers, so they're already going to be good against the run. Um, and then not having Zach Martin definitely sucks. Um, you know, I tell so. you what, though, Connor McGovern did more yep. than more than a decent job. And like, I that sounds bad saying more than a decent job, but like he actually impressed me a lot. Planet record. He did. He looked sturdy, you know, um, yeah. he, he, he was steady and consistent and, you know, that's really all you can ask for there. Like how many guys, um, can you have in the league? Like, you know, Zach Martin or, you know, Tyron Smith or, you know, any of those guys. I mean, I was scared Quentin when, Nelson. you know, yeah, exactly. I mean, I was scared when, uh, McCarthy said, oh, you know, we have six starters and McGovern's a sixth starter. And I was like, dude, how is he going to replace Zach Martin? But, you know, he held his own. He did, you know, a more than adequate job against arguably one of the best defensive lines in football and picking up blitzes, a lot of twists from uh, that defense. I thought he did fine. Yeah, he did. He did better than expected for sure. Um, You know, it's it's just that Zach is the type of guy, you know, who. He makes the plays that, you know, 2% of the people, you know, on the planet can make. Mm -hmm. You know, he is – but it's between him and Nelson for, um, you know, for best interior offensive lineman in the league. And uh, you can definitely tell when he's not in the game. That being said, McGovern did do a a quality job. You know, that was as good as you can expect for the majority of starting offensive linemen in the league. So, you know, kudos to him. Yeah, so we – we talked about the offense. We knew they were going to put up points, and they did their job. In my opinion, the offense did their job. You know, we picked up some key third downs. Uh, Dak moved the ball. Um, had a lot of guys stretching for first downs, which was great. Now on the defensive side, 
I know we talked about, you know, we had some good opportunities and we looked good in situations, but the, the D-backs still aren't impressing me yet. I should say yet, because there's a lot of potential. One, Anthony Brown's a liability. I've said that since last year. For sure. 100% number 30 is a liability, and he's our number two corner right now. And he he's never been good on the outside. Never. You know, where he where he had his successes early on were in the slot. Yeah. You know so, and we've seen you've seen that all across the league. There are guys who are great at being slot corners that just can't cover on the outside, and vice versa. You know, um, Richard Sherman is for sure going to be a Hall of Famer one day, and you don't you don't put him in the slot. Never. He's an yeah. outside corner. You know. Um, so the fact that that's where we're at right now, we really need either uh, Nashawn Wright or Bossman Fat, you know, to step it up and take that job from him. Which Bossman Fat is Kelvin Joseph for those who don't know. Um, but I haven't seen anything from him. Like you know I, the vibe. I don't. <laughs> I don't even think he was activated for last game. No, but um, <clears throat> he's a second round pick. Could have been a first round pick if he didn't have you know some of the off the field stuff. Um, you know, the talent is there. We just really need him to come on uh, in practice uh-huh. and make Dan Quinn believe it. Yeah. And, you know, make us believe it, too. We haven't seen him in a single NFL game. so. And switching from corners to linebackers, Micah obviously looked good. Yeah. Made a lot of plays. He was sniffing around the ball like wherever it was going. He was there. Um, Keanu Neal also kind of impressed me at linebacker. Got yeah. the bulk bulk of the snaps. I know you sent me that me and my brother that breakdown of snaps between Jalen Jalen uh, Vanderush. What they combined for thirty snaps. Yeah, which those are those are the guys that coming into the season you expected to start. Yes, which is I, I don't know if that's just how much trust showing Dan Quinn has in those two or lack thereof, but. 30 combined snaps. I think it was Jalen had 14 and Vanderus had 16, right? That's a, uh, yeah, Jalen had 16, okay. Vanderus had 14. And Micah had what, 44? 51. And Neil, Neil had 50. That's crazy. Okay, so obviously we've solidified our LB1 and 2. Yeah. And honestly, that's how I want it. You know, Keanu Neal's a freak athlete. Micah Parsons is a freak athlete. You know, um, they're both faster than LVE mm-hmm. and Jalen, you know. Um, just put your most athletic guys on the field, you know. And yeah. uh, I mean, when you transition a, a fast safety that hits hard to a linebacker that also put on 23 pounds of muscle, it sounds pretty damn good. He's a scary dude, for yeah. sure. Yeah. And the, the worst part about that for, you know, opposing offenses is standing next to Parsons – he looks tiny. Yes. Tiny. Like a very small human. Yeah. And he's not a very small human. <laughs> it's like a power forward standing next to Shaq. Like, exactly. You know, it's, it's just it, it's ridiculous how big he is for how fast he is. And I, I know, like, I think we only had maybe, like, four quarterback hurries in that game. We didn't put a lot of pressure on Brady, which we said we needed to do. No sacks. No sacks. Um. Obviously, DeMarcus, you know, he gets double-teamed every single play. It's just how it is. All um, right. But was still graded the 
highest defensive end in pro football focus. That's still freaking impressive. Yeah. Um, he is spectacular against the run. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, he gets double teamed a lot. Um, you know, it would just really be nice if one of these years he could get double digit sacks again. You know, yeah. I mean, that year that he had, I think it was 11 or 12 was like, yeah. it was like every game he had at least one you know? contract year, bud. Yeah, that's, that's how it works. Got to get the bag. Yeah. Well, and two, once you get that price tag on you, you know, guess what? You're the highest paid guy on defense by far. Mm-hmm. You're getting the most attention. Exactly. And it's not, and it's not like there is, you know, a bunch of dudes that they're scared of. You know, it's him, maybe Parsons, mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah. You know, Randy Gregory's really talented. No respect in the in the league. No. Um, you know, you're not going to fear um, Dorrance Armstrong. Yeah. You know, so it's it's literally Demarcus Lawrence or was Demarcus Lawrence and then Micah Parsons. And that's yep. that's really it. And you only fear uh, Micah. He's, a, he's a, you know, a he's first a round pick. He's a rookie. You know, so. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's definitely going to be a big bounce back game. Uh, we're taking on the Chargers this week, um, whose offensive line is very good. And uh, obviously, it doesn't help that I don't know if you guys have heard. I know Nick and I have been talking about it all week. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence broke his foot out six to eight weeks. Randy Gregory is on the COVID list. Don't know if he's going to be able to play. Most likely not. Their game plan for him not being able to play. The last thing we needed was a hit on the defensive side of the football, and that's what happened. Well, besides, obviously, uh, Michael Gallup being out three to five weeks or yeah. four to six weeks. Right. You know, but if we were going to take a hit, wide receiver is about the only spot on the field that we can yeah. afford to. You know, uh, Cedric Wilson is not a bad number four. I trust Cedric a lot. Yeah. He he, he really came on strong last year. Um, so pretty confident in him, especially because he doesn't have to, you know, he doesn't have to shoulder, you know, the brunt of it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he gets to play behind CD and Amari, and he's not going to be a focal point. You know, a guy like that with his kind of, you know, twitchiness and um, and talent, He's going to be able to make some plays. You know, you're not expecting him to have 10 catches a game. But if he has four for, you know, 50 or 60 yards, you're pretty pumped about that coming from your number three on most teams. And he's he's kind of a burner from the slot, too. So yeah. he finds a lot of open space, I think, after the catch, which is great. Yeah. But, you know, I think he needs to work on finding soft spots. Like, Amari does a good job of finding soft spots, you know, on, on like a broken play. For um, sure. He's got that and, veteran presence. Yeah, exactly. And, like... Jarwin does that, but he doesn't, you know, do his job blocking. We saw it last week. Um, but, yeah, like you said, wide receiver was probably the only position we could see go down and be okay with it. Obviously, losing Demarcus Lawrence and Brandon Gregory is not going to help the defensive side of the football. No. When you come in, when you come out of week one getting zero sacks and then you lose both of your starting defensive ends, man, I mean, it's not exactly looking great. Taking on... The Chargers, who have the highest-graded offensive line in Week 1, who just kicked the shit out of the Washington football team defensive line we, that entire game. You know, Rashawn Slater threw around Chase Young with What ease. a freaking stud he is, man. Yeah. 
you know, and you look at it now, um, and don't get me wrong, I'm excited about Micah, but, but I know, I know, Lyle, man, wouldn't it be nice to have Rashawn Slater? Yeah, it wouldn't suck. You know, it would not suck. Um, the shit of it is really though, at, he probably would have ended up playing guard if we would have drafted him. Right. You know, so then you're still without a tackle. What are you going to do? You're going to kick your left. You're not going to kick your right guard out. Who, by oh. the way, Zach Martin is, he would be one of the best right tackles in football if that's the position he played. It is very disappointing to me that they it won't, that they're me. not going to kick him out. It pains me that Terrence Steele is playing right tackle. Yeah. They made a bad decision. I mean, prove me wrong. Please prove me wrong. I hope they do. I hope he does. Yes. But I doubt it. Yeah. I'm not anticipating it. I'll be surprised if he does. You think Terrence Steele's going to block Bosa? No. No. No way. And that's who's going to match up on him one on one the entire game. Of course. You know. Um that's what I mean that's what I would do. You know how you stop the Cowboys? You get pressure on Dak and you put him, you know, you put him on the ground. Yeah. That's how you, that's how you stop their offense. Mhm. Um the focal point in the Cowboys offense now has the narrative has switched from Zeke to Dak completely right. now. For sure. Um, so it's it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, but shit, done, I mean, these are four pretty important people we're missing this week. Yeah, dude. I mean, like the injury bug didn't just hit us. It hit all around the league. You know, uh, part of and football. That's part of football. It happens week one. We see it every single year. You know, a lot of guys tear ACLs, a lot of guys tweak their ankles, you know, whatever it is. And simple as next man up, you know, step up and prove it. Yeah. And, you know, we're going to find out if Terrence Steele and Dorrance Armstrong and whoever else, well, <laughs> and whoever else steps up. And I know I sent you that tweet today about Micah working up working out with the DNs, which is kind of encouraging. I'll tell you what, man, you know, if, if Micah played D end, I think that he would, I think he would do very well. You know, he's, he's a little undersized to be a full-time uh, DN, well, but there's no way he, they can put him at DN against Slater. No. He I mean, and not after what he did to chase young. No, no. Like, after one game, I would probably put Rashawn Slater in the top five tackles of football right now. He is a freaking stud, man. Yeah. And, then, and people uh, people didn't think he was going to be good because his arms were an inch too short. Come on. I know. If you watch what he – that's the second time he's kicked the shit out of uh, Chase Young on national television. That's right. They played it in – I forgot. Dude, when he played, uh, when he played Chase Young while at Northwestern, Chase Young didn't do a damn thing. And that was because Rashawn Slater opted out of last year, correct? Yeah. So it was the year before that. I remember. Yeah, it was 2019. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, people people forget that. Dude, shut him down. Yeah. And you're talking like that was one of the things going into the draft. Everybody, uh, everybody was knocking him. Dude, he kicked the shit out of the best young pass rusher in the and league. He, yeah, the best young pass rusher that we've seen in a long time coming in the draft, except for the Bosa brothers. We know they obviously proved themselves in the NFL if they yeah, stay those Ohio State DNs, bro. Yeah, that's all it is, dude. There's something else in the water in Columbus. Yeah, it's ridiculous. 
I don't know, dude. Uh, defensively, you know, Nashon is back on the injury list, but he practiced today. He was a partial participation or participant, I should say. Um, defensively, Donovan Wilson might not play too. I saw him on the injury list. Another D back, you know, one of the things that we already don't trust is our defensive backs. Um, but I think in terms of D backs covering their wide receivers, I'm okay with it because obviously Keenan Allen's very good. Probably top 10 wide receiver. You know, you can mix him in top 10, top 12, whatever we want to say. But Mike Williams is also very good, and he showed that last week. I don't know if you saw the Chargers game at all. Yeah, I, I didn't see all of it. I did see some of it. But Mike Williams is a stud, man. I drafted him in all of my fantasy leagues this year. Yeah, he's you know. not ashamed to say he's on my bench right now because I have better wide receivers. But, you know, he is very good. Yeah, same. You know, you draft that you draft that guy in like the seventh, eighth round. Exactly. And you know, you know you're spending two of your top five picks on receivers. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, but if Justin Herbert keeps it up, man, like there there's no reason that he could he can't, you know, I don't know, catch eighty five balls this year. Right. And the only other thing that kind of makes me feel good about the defense going in. Eckler is still the running back, right? They don't have any other running backs? No. Yeah, I mean, well, Eckler's I mean, a, They do, but Eckler's right. the main guy. Eckler's a very good pass catching back. He's very good out of the backfield. I don't think he's the true, like, run between the tackles type of back, which, I mean, is good and it's a bad thing because this defense was number 32 in the league in rush defense last year. But, you know, Keanu Neal and Micah, they're run defenders. They're, and Jalen. We're going to see a different fit or scheme this game. I think they're going to do a lot less rotating of linebackers like they did last week and do more of a three-linebacker three, three linebacker set. I could see it, you know, um, especially if they move Micah down, you know, mm-hmm. Jalen or LVE. Yeah. He's going to have to play a lot. Yeah. You know, a heck of a lot more than 16 snaps. <laughs> yeah, like they – trust me, there was no way they were gassed after that game. Yeah. Um, I do think that another high spot on the defense is Trayvon Diggs. Um, you know, I'm very, mm-hmm. I'm very confident on maybe, maybe not this year. You know, he's shown flashes. He's still getting beat by, you know, but again, that Tampa has one of the best wide receiver cores mm-hmm. ever assembled, you know, um, but you look but, at who you look at who he was covering. Mike Evans the entire game. Yeah. What did Mike Evans do? I think he had two catches, three catches. That's fair. Um, you know, and he had that huge play there late in the game. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's uh, that's going to be a poster somewhere. Yeah. Um, so I'm really excited for his future. Um, I'm just kind of hoping it comes around sooner than later. You know, and not not to, not saying he, he played poorly by any means. Um, mm-hmm. But he's just only going to get better. Oh, yeah, he's definitely just going to get better from here on out, which, you know, we knew that was going to happen. First year, you're thrown in as a rookie, as a starting corner. Yeah. You're, you're going to take your licks, and yeah. he sure did. But, you know, he had one penalty. It was one PI call, I think, in the second quarter, whatever it was. And, you know, he kind of bounced back. And like you said, he had that big play. He had the interception. It was very encouraging for here on out, especially because he's going to be shattering all the ones. He's going to be on Keenan Allen. He's going to be on Devontae Smith, former teammate uh, at Alabama. You know, he's going to be on all these guys. Um, so, yeah, 
future is bright with Diggs, I think. I don't want to be premature in saying, like, Byron Jones because they're totally different players, you know, different positions. But I like what I saw out of Trayvon. For sure. You know, um, he's got a lot to be excited about. You just really hope one of those other guys develops to play, um, you know, yeah. play opposite of him because we we need somebody else. <laughs> what is it? Uh, Batman needs his Robin, right? Yeah, <laughs> Not calling exactly. Trayvon Diggs Batman, but, you know, he needs someone. He does, you know. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if one of those young guys develops um, mm-hmm. and can can wrestle the starting spot away from Anthony Brown because yeah. I think everybody wants that. Yeah, I agree. And at this point, it should be up for grabs. <laughs> yeah. But big game, you know, got to bounce back. We got to get back to 500. Uh, luckily, only the Eagles came out victorious on Sunday. Um, so it's not like we're in a huge hole. Obviously, it was the first game of the season. It was, you know, demoralizing to lose the first one. But, you know, we, we showed a lot of promise, and we kind of harped on that a little bit um, throughout the show. Um, Giants play Washington tonight, so obviously someone's going to win in the division. Yep. Um, it's a big game. Um, yeah, sorry guys, we're recording here on a Thursday night, so it's a little uh, late. We were busy this week, you know. We we all work, so well things happen. Stage. Yeah, things happen. Yeah, actually, Sage is working. He's down in uh, you know Bristol. That's right. So uh, I guess we can jump into our uh, picks for this week. Um, I'll just recap quickly for last week. Um, season standings. I'm up top, three and two last week, uh, and then we got Nick and Sage tied at two and three. Um, so this week, uh, we got some good games. Uh, we got Buffalo at Miami. We got Cincinnati at Chicago. We got Tennessee at Seattle. We got Kansas City at Baltimore and Las Vegas versus Pitt. So first game I'll kick off. Obviously, since Sage isn't here, I have his picks for him. He sent them in to us. Um, first game with Buffalo and Miami. I know Sage would say something, you know, regarding Josh Allen, Josh Allen, Josh Allen, which is fair enough fair enough yeah um sage is taking buffalo and i'm also gonna take buffalo uh you know miami played decent uh Tua showed flashes last week but you know it was a a weaker new england team that he beat so i'm still taking buffalo nick um yeah i'm taking buffalo as well they're just a more complete team okay uh then we got our second game the Bengals at the bears that bears offense looks subpar justin fields waiting in the wings there's no reason he's not starting there's no reason he's not starting you saw what happened when he came into the game yeah i don't get it what is wrong with nagy man we we know what andy dalton can do we've seen him play for the last 10 years you saw him play in dallas last year Mm -hmm. you know now granted it was a makeshift offensive line but he still had phenomenal wide receivers you know um and he did admirable Right. But he's not a superstar. Not a superstar. Justin Fields is a potential superstar. Mm-hmm. I'm going to probably take the Bengals because I thought they looked good against the Vikings team last week. And I don't know, dude. Joe Burrow looks good. Yeah. That that offensive trio of wide receivers, young guys, but they're all doing their part. And Joe Mixon was second in the league uh, last week in rushing. Yeah, I'm taking the Bengals. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm also going to take the Bengals, man. They have, um, just this really impressive rookie wide receiver. I just, I can't seem to remember his name. Spence, you know, do you know who that is? 
I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, it's weird. Nick's referring to Jamar Chase. And oh, that's I, right. It's Jamar Chase. That's right. I, I gave him quite a load of shit for taking Jamar Chase in our draft. And yep. uh, I, I sent him all these, you know, Twitter links about – or <laughs> tweets about uh, oh, yeah, like him dropping the ball. the ball. He can't catch the ball, this and that. And uh-huh. I think Nick's – not verbatim, but his you know words back to me were thousand yards and eight TDs or something like that. And I was like, okay, man, we'll see. He's gonna be big. That's what I said. He's gonna be big. <laughs> and uh, it, I, you know, I was proven wrong in the first week. It's proven wrong. I'll admit it on recorded podcast network, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. You know, I was wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Now the people know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You're happy. So I took the Bengals. Sage took the Bengals. You also take the Bengals? Yeah. Okay. I can't pick against my boy. Yes. This one's actually, like, kind of could go either way. Tennessee, Seattle. Um, Tennessee's at Seattle. They got thwomped last week. Yeah. Um, I'll let you start this one off. You know, um, part of me really wants to pick Tennessee because I think they're due for a bounce back. You know, um, Derek Henry didn't do a damn thing, you know, and he's far too good um, to be held in check, you know, for any period of time. Um, But I think I have to go with Seattle. Um, Russell Wilson just, I mean, what what more do you have to say? The guy is an absolute animal. He's a stud. Man. This one's tough. I'm going to say Sages. Sages taking Tennessee. Um, I'm sure he'd probably say the same thing. Derek Henry, blah, 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 blah. Um, I really want to take Seattle. But I think Tennessee has to bounce back. That's I'm going to take, I'm I'm going to take Tennessee. I'll take Tennessee. There you go. So our fourth game, Kansas City at Baltimore. Kansas City was on the ropes for a while. They pulled it out versus uh, the dog pound last week. Um, but Baltimore, you know, without that defense just doesn't look the same. I'll, I'll start this. I'm going to take Kansas City. I think they win this one probably by 10 points. Yeah, um, I'm also going to take Casey. Um, Lamar looked pretty decent throwing the ball, but they just their run game just isn't there. And that's their bread and butter. Yeah. I'm. Well, Sage's pick, he's got Kansas City, so that's three Kansas Cities. And then our final game of the week, uh, the only reason I put this one in here, Las Vegas at Pittsburgh, was because Vegas played on Monday Night Football. You know, the first half, they didn't look great. They had that great overtime thriller. And I think both these teams, Vegas and Pittsburgh, beat teams that they shouldn't have last week. You know, Vegas beat Baltimore, Pittsburgh beat Buffalo, it's kind of like I want to see, like, one of these teams is probably going to blow the other out, in my opinion. Hmm. be interesting, for sure. So, Sage took Pittsburgh. I'm going to take Vegas. So. I'm, I'm going to back you up on that, man. I'm going to take Vegas also. Um, I think that they just, they kind of came on strong. I think, mm-hmm. you know, maybe... Um, Maybe show some of that grand, uh, John Gruden magic is yeah. uh, is finally starting to show up. 
Uh, Derek Carr looked really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh Jacobs ran well. Um, Wasn't even I, supposed to play. Yeah. I, I don't necessarily know that I um, – I don't know how they're going to play against that uh, Pittsburgh defense, mm-hmm. you know, when that pass rush. Um, it'll be interesting to see for sure, but I'm still going to pick Vegas. Okay. So there are picks for the week. Uh, we'll check back next week and uh, see how the standings are looking. I know we have some same opinions and some uh, differing ones here, so it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Um, just like last few thoughts about the Cowboys game this week. Um, kind of talked about it. It's going to be a tough one. They have a great offensive line. Our defense took a major hit. Well, a few major hits, um, so to speak. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. Lyle's out. Um, Gallup. Gallup. Man, Wow. The more you like say it out loud, the more it sounds like it sucks. It does suck. It sucks <laughs> it for sure. Sucks. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, dude, got We're gonna have to win a tough game with, without a star or two. You know, that's what it comes down to. People get hurt throughout the season. You know, I heard a I heard a wild stat the other day. Um, in the last few years, the Cowboys are 0 and 16 in games where they score less than 30 points. How is that possible? Exactly. We can't win a low-scoring game. No. We have to um, – well, our defense can't stop. Yeah, when's, the last time, when's, when's the last time the uh, Cowboys gave up less than 30 points? You know what I mean? Like I can't remember. Yeah. So, honestly, the last time I remember is when they beat New Orleans in New Orleans, like 12 – That's right. It was like 12-7. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they didn't score it a touchdown. Like, no. Yeah, they 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 kicked four field goals. Four field goals. That's right. I remember that. Yeah. Wow. Oh um, man. Yeah. Our, so our defense is bad. Really bad, man. Really bad. So with with that being said, we, I mean we're gonna have to score you know 38, 40 points this this week. I feel like we say that every week. Yeah, but I mean, especially this week, you don't have your two top DNs. Like, yeah, no, you're you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I'm not disagreeing with you. It sucks, but you know that's the reality of the situation. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I mean, offense is gonna look fine. Defense is gonna look mediocre. When you get mad, we're gonna be happy at some points in the game. Dude, if the defense looked mediocre, I'd be fucking pumped. Oh yeah, that's a major step up from last year at least. <laughs> All right, so we'll we'll, uh, we'll see what happens at 4:25 Eastern time on uh, on Sunday, and uh, you know thanks guys for listening, and as always, go boys. Let's go.